Welcome to the Smart Health Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Keyes. Joining me again today is Dr. Doug Lawson, CEO of St. Luke's Health, as we continue our Lunch with Lawson mini-series. Glad to have you, Dr. Lawson. It's good to be with you again, Kevin, and hello to all our listeners. Uh, we always appreciate everyone who downloads and listens to the podcast, and, uh, and we really appreciate everyone who presses the subscribe button so they'll get all of our future podcasts. Well, listen to that. It didn't take long at all uh, to turn Dr. Lawson into a podcast pro who knows the value of our subscribers. Well, we all do what we can. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, you do it well. And let me reiterate how much we you know, really do appreciate everybody who does subscribe. Um, you know, it's easy to do, and it makes it, it easy for people to find the podcast for valuable information and, and also listen to our wonderful, great guests. Speaking of, today's great guest is Dr. John Goss from the Transplant Center at Baylor St. Luke's Medical Center. Dr. Goss specializes in adult and pediatric liver transplantation, hepatobiliary surgery, and surgical management of liver tumors. He is board certified by the American Board of Surgery and is a fellow of the American College of Surgery. Welcome to the Smart Health Podcast, Dr. Goss. Thank you, Kevin and Dr. Lawson, for having me. I'm excited to be here to talk about the outstanding transplant programs we have at the Baylor St. Luke's Medical Center. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're very pleased to have you. And now, of course, before we get started, as, and as Dr. Lawson can attest, I always like to have a little icebreaker. So what do you say? Are you willing to play along just to get started? <laughs> sure. Sure, let's do it. <laughs> All right, well, I'm sure you both are very well aware that today is August 4th, uh, the National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day. And that reminds me of a little employee cookbook that we did up in the Woodlands Hospital. Our CNO up there, Ellen Pitcher, um, she shared uh, her secret family chocolate chip cookie recipe with us and even baked off about seven dozen to share with our staff. It was really, really quite a cool event. And uh, so I ask you, what kind of secret family recipes do you have, Dr. Goss? Well, you may not realize this, but I am the master of the pizza. Really? Yes. So, <laughs> nice. Uh, if you ever need pizza, I can make pizza. All right. <laughs> but there's a rule with that. No fruits on pizza. No fruits at all? <laughs> no. No, we do not put fruit on a pizza. All right. All right. Well, nice. I, w- I won't tell you that last night I had some pineapple on my pizza. but No pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> and Dr. Lawson, you know, of course, this is lunch with Lawson after all. What can I expect you to bring for lunch next time? You know, I'll bring my famous uh, red beans and rice. Oh, okay. That sounds good. Uh, we've been working on that for about 30 years, so maybe one of these days I'll actually perfect it, but it's, uh, <laughs> it's a family favorite. Very good. Well, I, my dad always, my dad has my grandma's enchilada sauce recipe, and I, and I really won't lie. It, it's the ultimate comfort food for me. It just reminds me of those other days, right? So maybe after today we can swap recipes. We'll include them in that cookbook we have up in the woodlands and share with our staff. So, all right. Well, thank you, you know, so much for playing along. And and I really do uh, think that today's topic goes kind of under the radar. And I, I'm looking forward to learning a little more and discussing the importance of all of this. So, let's start with the basics. Doctor Goss, can you tell us about the transplant center here at uh, Baylor St. Luke's Medical Center? Yes, at Baylor St. Luke's Medical Center, we have a rich history of innovation and leadership in the development of new technology and treatments to improve outcomes in transplant patients. Uh, Since 1982, the Transplant Center at Baylor St. Luke's Medical Center has provided exceptional health care to patients referred for heart, lung, kidney, and liver transplant, as well as implantation of mechanical support devices such as the left ventricular assist device. The center provides a complete continuum of patient care from initial counseling to post-transplant medical follow-up. You know, it's important to note, Kevin, that you know, Dr. Goss is really the heart of our transplant program. 
Uh, we're blessed to have him at Baylor St. Luke's. I consider Dr. Goss to be a friend and really is the leader of a highly skilled team of people who are the key to our transplant program success. Uh, this, this is a team that includes surgical specialists, medical specialists, uh, transplant coordinators, pharmacists, dietitians, rehabilitation specialists, circulatory support specialists, and many, many others. The amount of support and technical expertise that it takes to achieve the type of national prominence that we have at Baylor St. Luke's Medical Center is really impressive. And we're, again, incredibly fortunate to have someone like Dr. Goss at the, at, at the helm. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. And, and thank you again, Dr. Goss, for, for being here and, and, and being willing to do this. Uh, well, here it is. You know, it's, it's already August. And I want to point out that, you know, this is National Minority Donor Awareness Month. Uh, and St. Luke's Health is, is really committed to closing those racial gaps in transplantation. And we uh, actively encourage donor donations, especially from the African-American and Latinx uh, individuals. That's right, Kevin. In fact, the numbers reflect these efforts that occur at Baylor St. Luke's Medical Center. According to the latest data from the Scientific Registry for Transplant Recipients, more of our transplant recipients at Baylor St. Luke's are from racial and ethnic minorities. And this is when we compare our data to other regional and national transplant sites. And it speaks to the St. Luke's mission, vision, and overall values. And, and it also speaks to the patients we serve. Um, for example, liver transplants in black and Latino patients at St. Luke's uh, Transplant Center outpace the national rate by nearly 20%. When it comes to heart transplants, more than half the recipients at St. Luke's are black, more than double the rate of cardiac transplants nationally that involve African-American recipients. More than a quarter of St. Luke's recipients are Latino, nearly double the national figure. And more than three quarters of our kidney transplants at St. Luke's are black and Latino patients, 20% higher than the national rate. Yeah, well, that's great. Those are remarkable statistics that... I think really do bring to life, you know, our mission, our vision and values. And, you know, I think that makes us all proud to be part of St. Luke's. And, you know, Dr. Goss, can, can you tell us more about what people can do during, you know, National Minority Donor Awareness Month and, and what are some things that they can um, actively take part in? Sure. The goal of this annual observance is to increase organ donor registrations among communities of color black and other Latino individuals, making up nearly 60% of the more than 100,000 people who are waiting on the national wait list for life-saving organ transplants. White individuals are more likely to donate organs, including living donations of a kidney or liver. But the wait list, which is growing continuously, and the organ shortage, among other issues, more adversely affect minority patients. Encouraging more black and Latino individuals to make an organ donation will increase the pool of available organs to more patients and improve access for those who are most in need of a transplant. And I would just add, if, if you are not registered as an organ donor, we certainly encourage you to look into it. Donate Life, all one word, DonateLifeTexas.org is an excellent resource to learn about organ donation and to register to be a donor if you choose to do so. Your generosity can save as many as eight lives through organ donation, bring sight to others with cornea donations, and improve yet another 75 lives or more through tissue donation. 
Dr. Goss, I, I understand you know, there are advancements in transplantation that are resulting in larger pools of donors, which, you know, translates to the ability of save even more lives. Yes, we um, have to, as we spoke about the wait list uh, growing and the number of organ shortage um, uh, deaths that occur every day on the UNOS wait list because of not enough organs, we have to figure out ways to increase our total number of organs. And just to give people a perspective, 22 patients die every day while waiting for organ transplantation. So one of the things, or a couple of the things that we've done here at Baylor St. Luke's to attempt to overcome this organ shortage is using organs that come from donors when they are procured after cardiac death. So it means that when you wait for someone to be biologically dead or to have their heart stop, we can still procure organs from those patients, which we were not able to do in the past, and this increases our total organ number, especially in the kidney transplant arena. In addition, at Baylor St. Luke's, we are now going to enter into another technique, which is called normal thermic regional perfusion, which means that you resuscitate the organ in the donor body before it's actually procured. And this is done using an ECMO machine. And as Dr. Lawson already said, it takes a large amount of resources to be able to run these programs. And this is going to require that we are able to take one of the ECMO machines from our hospital to the donor procurement site to resuscitate these organs. We're going to do this in both heart and in liver transplantation. Additionally, we also have a lung transplant program in which we resuscitate organs after they're removed from the body. It's called... Uh, from it. It's called a company, Transmedicus, that supplies the hardware for it. But in fact, we can resuscitate those organs, which were, again, previously were not usable. Therefore, you can see that there's multiple efforts being made to increase the total number of organs because of the organ shortage that we continue to battle against. And it's really the one thing that prevents the uh, transplant total, the total realization of the potential of transplantation is the fact that we have a shortage of organs every day. You know, again, we are just so fortunate to have uh, leaders like Dr. Goss and the support of our partners at Baylor College of Medicine to keep us at the forefront of some incredibly important advances in science and in medicine that allows us to do incredibly complex work that benefit Houston and the entire state of Texas, and in cases and in programs like our, our transplant program, the entire United States. So, we're again, we're incredibly blessed. Yeah. I agree, and I'm, I'm so glad to hear that we have some of these great advancements that you're speaking of, things I've never even heard of before, so I think that's that's amazing. And, and Dr. Goss, thank you so much for joining us today here uh, on the Smart Health Podcast. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we wrap up the episode? Um, yes. Well, first of all, thanks again for having me. I just want to thank the team that we have at Baylor St. Luke's Medical Center, as well as the administration for, for providing this team for us and as well for the Baylor College of Medicine for providing the academic support that we need to have these advances. Our team is outstanding. There's a huge commitment to the positive outcomes and um, extending the lives of patients through transplantation. There is always a need for donors, so I want to reiterate Dr. Lawson's call for people to consider becoming a donor. Becoming a donor only takes a few seconds, and it can mean a lifetime for someone else. And again, thank you again, Dr. Goss. Everyone in our transplant program is doing amazing work, and we appreciate you taking the time to be with us uh, here today. Thank you, Dr. Lawson, and thank you again 
to our guest, Dr. Goss, for, from the uh, Transplant Center at Baylor St. Luke's Medical Center. Uh, you know, that does it for another episode of the Smart Health Podcast. I am Kevin Keyes, and thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.